Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am blessed to have a very special guest here with me today. If you are on the travel side of any Instagram, TikTok, any of it, you will know this very special guest. I have Melissa here with us today, also known as Miss Rover. She is an incredible traveler um, and she is here with us today. I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. This is great. Um, gosh, introducing myself. I always struggle with this, <laughs> but I'm Melissa. I grew up in the Midwest in Michigan in a very small town of like 700 people, like one stoplight, Yeah. elementary, middle school, high school all combined. It was, yeah, not... I don't travel was never like something I thought was possible growing up there. So it's, I think that's part of why I'm so passionate about it now, but (laughs) I was able to start my journey with travel as a traveling occupational therapist, taking on contracts and how I ended up in Washington and then Alaska and now California. Very cool. Very cool. And just so everybody is like, your first time on an airplane was like when you were 21 years old and you went to yes. San, like is that true like 21 years old was the first time you were ever on an airplane yeah and that changed my life I, like going to San Francisco I was just like like in the movies just wide-eyed like young yeah. just like whoa and H&M whoa like <laughs> the city <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I am I I always am so amazed at um, hearing people's stories of when they first started to travel and then now have created these travel businesses and just gone full in on it. So when I was re- researching you, I was like, she didn't get on a plane till she was 21. And now she's doing all these incredible, I was like stunned. I was like, what in the world? Um, but I, it was super cool just to kind of read that about you. I wanted okay. to do a lightning round with you and just kind of do some Um, fast questions about some of your travel experience and just some of the things you've gotten to encounter. Um, The first thing that pops to your mind kind of when I say these things. Oh boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Solo travel or travel with friends? Ooh, I've tried both. I prefer traveling with friends. Okay. Van life or cabin life? Oh, don't make me choose. Like, uh, I mean, it's seasonal for me, like van life majority of the time, but in the winter, I, I can't help but pick cabin life. Okay. Okay. Favorite pastime when you're traveling in the van? Mm, podcasts, I think. Okay. Yeah, definitely. What is your favorite thing about van life? Oh, there's so many favorite thing first thing that comes to mind I mean I think just being outside more for like sunrise sunset like really feeling the entirety of a day okay very cool favorite scenery to look out at when you're working mountains if I can okay photo or video (laughs) I'm gonna choose (laughs) 
I'll I'll choose photo because film okay. photography is something I really love. Very cool. If you could go back to one national park right this second, which one would you go to? One national park, um, North Cascades. Okay. In Washington, yeah. Cool. Big city or outskirts? I think now after going through a pandemic, I'm going to say outskirts, but it used to be big city for sure. (laughs) I think everybody has like dispersed from the big city. Yeah. Like give me a small little remote cottage. (laughs) I think that's where everybody's going to begin with anyways. Yes. Desert camping or mountain camping? Oh boy. Um, These are hard. (laughs) I think... Oh gosh, I'm gonna go with mountain. Okay, okay. Uh, glamping or tree houses? <laughs> tree house. <laughs> that's that's what I was hoping you would say because I'm like <laughs> so in like into these tree houses right now. I it's yes. like so hard not to love them. Work hard or play hard? trying to find a balance between those but I mean play is always more fun play is always more fun but it's fun (laughs) you get to do your job at the same time and in just such an easy way but I hear you on the balance part I couldn't more there um I want to hop right in where did Miss Rover come from where did that name like start I wish I had a clever story about how it started but honestly (laughs) I was just like doing some basic like marketing research essentially and you know my name Melissa Miller is just so common I couldn't use my name I couldn't use like everything was taking taken there's like you know Melissa wandering Melissa wrote like all of those things are already done a thousand times over so I basically went to a thesaurus and typed in like travel different travel words until Rover came up I was like oh I haven't seen that one yet (laughs) Hey, I like it. I like it. And now because you've created a full-blown business on this where you're doing this full-time now, how did you really brand yourself as Miss Rover? How did that come to be? Um, It was always a part-time hobby for me and I don't really feel like my branding was very consistent at first it was kind of just like oh I have this blog and it's cute Um, but then brands started reaching out and I started to take it more seriously and then I mean honestly during the pandemic I was kind of put in a situation where my travel contract was up with traveling occupational therapy and it was either move or yeah. try freelance and I had just started dating someone so I chose freelance <laughs> got it got it first time on an airplane was that when you were 21 what is your kind of why for starting Miss Rover yeah uh, for me I mean not getting on a plane until I was 21 and growing up in such a small town <laughs> I felt like travel was this, this like luxury unattainable thing that I couldn't you know achieve and yeah. So I think my why really stemmed from finding travel that was affordable and being able to share that with others and inspiring people to go out and do it too. Very cool. 
I, I've always, um, I've traveled since I was the age of four. And so I've, I've learned so many things when I've traveled, but as I've gotten older, I've really had an appreciation for the people that have actually sat down and kind of outlined things for people just in terms of like, okay, here's your, but like, here's how you can actually travel in your budget and make it so realistic like how did you come about like hey I want to make sure that everybody is able to travel and see these things as well no matter how much money that they have I think it started with I mean friends and family from Michigan when they would see like where I would end up they were like oh I could never do that like that's like I'm just gonna live through you and I'm like no but you can <laughs> like and then I would stumble across tools like freecampsites.net and, you know, different, you know, finding used or secondhand gear that really made it possible for me. And I just wanted to share it. It was like, oh, look at these great resources everyone should know about. Very cool. Very cool. Now, if anybody, like, if you guys are a follower of Melissa, your website is beautiful. All of your videos are kind of like, you have truly like romanticized kind of your platform and just everything that you get to go do. When you're building this, because I'm speaking from experience here, I finally had to bring someone in to completely redo my website because I was like, I tap out, I can't do it. I, I physically do not have the skills to do this. Was there, ever, <laughs> was there ever a moment that you were like, okay, I can't do this. I need to like, how do you approach that and be like, I need help from a creative standpoint? I think for me, the push was definitely going full time with this and just being spread so thin. You know, I was trying to, you know, post on Instagram every day, post yeah. on Twitter, post on TikTok, uh, yeah. make a newsletter, like do all these things. And I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. Um, yeah. And also just, you know, recognizing that I needed to save some mental energy for creativity to really allow and continue any kind of authenticity in my work yeah so that really yeah it is like it is like the hardest balance to try to figure out and especially with this I have a full-time job outside of this so I say Mm -hmm. like this stuff comes outside of my uh, full-time job hours um but it I can't even as you were just saying that I like you got to post on Instagram, you got to post on Twitter, like all of these things, all of that stuff adds up. And it is the hardest, hardest balance game ever. I I think even from your perspective, doing this full time, you still have other things that you are doing, like on top of traveling, on top of doing all of these other things, you have to still be in the community just fully interacting so I uh that hit home for me I was like yep that is I gotta as soon as I'm done talking to you I gotta go and do blah 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 blah. (laughs) oh I know it's hard working for yourself it's just it's like it never ends it is it's incredibly hard when you were just you hit on it in the beginning when companies started approaching you for collaborations and still do it today how do you approach those from a creative standpoint Luckily now, since I'm a little more established, um, if companies are reaching out to me, they're pretty familiar with like my work and my style. So there's not too much like, um, I guess, creative back and forth with them. They kind of just 
trust. I mean, there's guidelines, of course, but I mean, and for me, I just, I just try not to repeat anything, which is really hard, yeah. but it's like, oh, let me switch up like my outfit style or like yeah. the, the angles or the trail or like, I just try to keep some elements that are different with each brand. Okay. Now that we're, we're in the new year, we're in 2022. Um, how, like, what does this year kind of look like so far for you? How often are you traveling right now? My partner, Jonathan, did the math. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> on like how much time we actually spend on the road. Yeah. So last year was 35% of the, of the year. Okay. And I imagine with, if it wasn't a pandemic, it'd be closer to like 50, 55. Yeah. Yeah. If it was up to me, it'd probably be a lot more, but... <laughs> Um, it's kind of great because my partner is a cinematographer and so I can yeah. we can come back when we're in the community we're working yeah. with local people local companies um, and I get to assist him with that what is when you started this because I've heard just when I've talked to people who are going full van life or who are doing this kind of travel full in what is one thing or just something you would have known about before you went and completely did this full time? Oh my gosh, I have like 20 things. <laughs> um, if I had to choose one, I think the ultimate challenge for me on the road is self-care. Okay. I definitely thought like, oh, van life, like slowing down, like, you know, more time, but yeah just making tea making coffee you have to like yeah. get the the stove out get the propane like it's just you there's not there's as much time as you think yeah yeah which is great and kind of like meditative but um yeah definitely like making time and balancing time spent driving yeah. with taking care of very interesting because it, 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 everybody kind of shows van life as this super soothing experience and most of the time you're not seeing like oh the van broke down or oh my <laughs> something has happened with the van that has happened <laughs> so you most of the time when people are getting into this they're like well we didn't know about this <laughs> everybody's like well that's because this happens all the time and everybody's looking around like okay well we didn't see this part because everybody's showing all the good stuff it's not all sure. it's, it's not the challenges what is one thing you haven't done or one place you haven't gone that you are dying to go to? Oh, there are so many. Um, with the van, I'll, I'll break this into a couple sections. Okay, have at <laughs> with it. With the van, the van, I really want to go to Mexico. I've okay. never been to Mexico. Okay. Um, also, I want to go back to Alaska. But okay. anyway, <laughs> internationally, <laughs> um, New Zealand's always been a place I've just oh. like romanticized so much. Just yes. the mountains, the ocean, the cliff, yeah. like everything about it. I want to go. Yes. So bad. I I will double click on that because I am I am dying to go to New Zealand and Australia. And everybody that I've talked to is like, yeah, we'd love to go to, except for the 20-something hour flight that we'd have to be on to get there. And I'm like, I don't care. I'll go. Yeah. I'll do it. I will do the 20. Totally. Sign me up. Yes, exactly. Would you ever consider setting up and doing like a group trip with people? I have thought about it. I actually even went through the process of doing that, but you know, it was 
yeah. at the height of the pandemic. And so yep. I didn't have any success and then was kind of like, oh, maybe I just don't have the personality. And it was kind of like, yeah. Meh. but I'm open to it. And I would love to do that sometime because I feel like, especially in the last couple of years, really lost out on like connecting and yes. spontaneity, just all of the things. So that'd it's- be nice. It's definitely, I, I would love to do it. I would be super excited to do a, a group trip with you. Um, when traveling, whether it be travel conditions, living situations, weather, when have you felt the most challenged? Hmm. For me, um, I, I think it's been, <laughs> I'm getting older. I'm, I'm 30 <laughs> now, <laughs> but um. I can't do those like those trips anymore with other content creators where it's just go, 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 sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. Like you're in a new place constantly. The sun goes down, you're traveling to the next place. Like I get so burned out and it just feels so, I just feel so disconnected to a place. Like I look at a picture that I, that we took there and I'm like, I don't even remember being there. Like, you know, it's just like it's it feels so like consumerism to me and so I'm trying to really step away from that and that was part of getting the van yeah very cool slow down yeah Yeah. I I am 24 about to be 25 and I've gotten to the point in trips where I'm like okay if I want to go sit down by the water I'm gonna go sit down by the water you guys can do whatever you want to but I'm gonna sit here and chill and listen to music and fully take it in or like I am not it makes me sound like such a grandma too (laughs) I am not a like I would love to see the sunrise I'm gonna go back to bed or I'm gonna go see the sunset and I'm just gonna sit there and watch it but I'm not gonna like you know what I mean like it is not a huge event for travel wise for me anymore to be like, I got to go this and this. I'm going to enjoy it all. Exactly. Yeah. It just doesn't have to be like, I don't want to be in a situation where I feel like I have to take photos like every single, every single time there's good light. Like, (laughs) yeah, my sister, my sister has started saying to me, she's, I'm like, "Uh, take a picture of the sunset. She's like, the camera can't capture it, Danielle. Just sit here and enjoy (laughs) it. I'm like, wow, okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks to the wake up yeah, call. <laughs> totally. What um uh, what is what was the thing that bit you that started like I love hiking? I love what is your out like how did you become so obsessed with being with the outdoors? Ooh, I don't know if I've really thought about that. Um my friend introduced me to hiking when I was living with her in Michigan. And we ended up planning a trip to Colorado and I went all like nerdy about it and started researching like everything on hiking boots and bought my first pair from REI. And (laughs) we like went and did this really challenging mountain. And after that, I was like, oh, I like this. (laughs) But (laughs) I think in Washington, when I moved there, it was just such a way to decompress and get out of the city. And it just, it became so good and so important for my mental health that that's what kept me going absolutely I love it it's like uh when you actually do get to be outdoors it's like a it it truly is like that breath of fresh air people are so tired of being indoors especially right now so whenever we get to do it 
I love to run outside. So anytime I get to like actually take in like that cold air right now, it's like a blessing because I'm like, thank God that I'm outside (laughs) right now and I'm just enjoying this. Yes. My last question for you, and I ask this of everybody, what inspires you? Oh, what inspires me? That's been something I have been trying to journal about because I feel like in this last couple of years, I've kind of lost some of that. But I mean, I think I'm just trying to get back to photos that have a feeling like and I think that's why I gravitate to film so much right now because you just you're consuming so much visual you know creativity and arts on social media that um when I find someone like my friend um wild Gina on Instagram I'm obsessed with her work it's it's just like she captures feeling in her in her work and that's something that is so inspiring I love that I've always been somebody who is so I cannot do film photography just because I don't have the skills to do it but I've always been so appreciative of the beauty that comes out of film photography um because it it's very different from how we view digital today it just it's like slapping a filter on something but in it's such a like a different way it's a different kind of photography beauty and it's so intentional um I have to like think about you know how many shots I'm taking I can't just like rapid fire shots of a sunset so yeah it brings me back yeah it's it's the put the camera down and actually enjoy it because you're only going to get one shot of this exactly no exactly (laughs) I love that and Melissa I thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today um Melissa's socials will be linked down below so you guys can go follow Miss Rover herself um, and stay in tune with all of the incredible travels that she is doing. I just saw the one where you were in the bathtub and you were looking <laughs> out and I was like, okay, I need to go. I need to go and be where Melissa just was because this looks incredible. Um, yep. <laughs> Treehouse okay. obsession. <laughs> okay. I'm dying. I think that's going to be like my fall thing. If anybody needs to find me this fall, I'll be in a treehouse and just <laughs> across the country. But I appreciate you so much, Melissa, for coming on. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the Conversation Series podcast. We love having conversations here. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DLClarity on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the Conversation Series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.